Welcome to Faith Through the Fire with your hosts, Tracy Waldridge, Lauren Seeley, and Stephen Drawball. Stephen Yeager is our Bible student intern here at, at North Point. We're excited to have him. He's been here a couple weeks. Great guy, awesome personality, just fun to be around. And Stephen grew up in the Dallas area and lived in Georgia for about four years mm-hmm. and going to school, Bible college in Colorado. So Stephen, tell us how you got into the school in, in Colorado and, and how that's going. Yeah, sure. Well, first off, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's good to be here with you. Like Tracy said, I grew up in Texas. wasn't necessarily a, an easy life growing up. Experienced some things that eventually encouraged me to, to move out, and uh, that's where uh, I was able to venture over to Georgia. After a couple of years there, I found myself in the northeast part uh, worshiping at a church in uh, Dahlonega, Georgia, a church that's now known by the name of Gold City Church of Christ, there with Jody Apple, the preacher, and Colt Mahana, the uh, college minister and minister of evangelism. And there is where I really found, uh, for the first time in my life, a church that I could call home, a church with people that had not only their minds focused on God, but their hearts fully open to, the, uh, to Him. And, and, you know, they just welcomed me with, with open arms and, and a lot of love and uh, helped me uh, learn more about God, learn learn more about who I who I am because of Him, and just really help me actualize my my personal potential in, in being a Christian. You know, someone who you know who hears the Word of God, believes in it, puts Christ on in baptism, and and then you know seeks to make the effort. You know, f- from that point on to to follow Christ and and just kind of do that. It wasn't wasn't too long there there after that that you know us getting to know each other. They learned about my my interest and my desire to uh, work in ministry full time in relation to some of the things that I've uh, been through back in Texas. You know, maybe we can get get into that in a little more detail uh, later on. But uh, they told me about Bear Valley, this school, uh, this Bible Institute over in uh, Denver, Colorado, the Mile High City. And you know, from there, I was like, "Hey, let's give it a shot." So with you know, with their help, with their guidance, their support, you know, I applied. Thankfully, <laughs> they. Uh, they gave me a chance. They said, yes, you know, let's, let's us, you know, give this guy an opportunity. And so far, the rest has kind of been history. It wasn't maybe about six months after I applied and got accepted that found myself on a 26-hour straight road trip with a couple of buddies of mine who helped me move there and moved into an apartment there. It's right by the school. School started last August for me um, in the class of 2024. And that was, that was kind of a, a very abrupt but also quick and, and fun introduction to the school so so if you could just tell us a little bit of what you're studying and how maybe at the end how you got connected with us here at north point and aaron as well how that all kind of went into play yeah of course it's it's a rigorous program so the the course of study that i applied for is is known as the preachers program it's it's two years but it's four years worth of academic material condensed down into a a two-year academic calendar, and and we go through every book of the Bible from start to finish, not necessarily in that order, uh, it, but we also cover some some other material that's not expressly biblical in the sense that it comes from the text itself. You know, we learn about public speaking, preaching, uh, we learn about ministry, uh, we learn about church history, and pretty much anything that they've been able to, they, the the staff of the school, have been able to come to a point of discernment that's that's wise to include for the sake of being able to, to teach and to minister God's Word. Uh, it's, it's broken down by year. The first-year students have their own curriculum. 
second year students have theirs as well, uh, where it gets a little more rigorous. But over the course of those two years, what you walk away with is two years of having a full-time academic career focused on Bible study, how to teach, how to preach, how to minister. And depending on if you have you know, previous credit hours from another school, you can either walk away with a, uh, a bachelor's in biblical studies or a a bachelor's degree in, in theology. It, it's great. It's it's fast paced, you know. <laughs> talking to to the staff, talking to people who have gone there before me and and are now graduates working full time in ministry. You know, the common the common way to describe the school is it's like drinking water out of a fire hose. <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's a lot thrown at you, but you know every moment that that you're there, even though it seems overwhelming at times, man, it's it's almost more than I know how to describe it because you just you get to spend. You get to spend every day focused on just diving in as deep as you possibly can into the Word of God that's being ministered to you by people who have not only devoted their lives to teaching God's Word, but wholeheartedly committed themselves uh, to that devotion. And, uh, you know, there's really not too many environments that one can experience in life that are, that are as good as this one is. So it's, it's been great so far. I forgot. I forgot the other part of your question. <laughs> Just how you um, got in touch, like with North Point and Aaron, how that came about. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's so much in school that <laughs> trying yeah. to talk tell about I that. Have I, you much know. Time yeah. I kind of get lost in thought. No. Um, it's it's truly a blessing. So the school. Before I answer your other question, now that's on my mind. The school is a work of the church. There. It's Bear Valley Church of Christ. It's been around for a little over sixty years. The school as a work of the church, has been around for a little over 50 years. They offer it free of charge to those who are interested in, in coming. And all you really need to do is raise financial support or have financial support for yourself for two years based on the cost of living in Denver or, you know, what you expect. You know, it's a little bit different, you know, depending on if you're single or married and have a family with kids. But the school and the church there do everything possible to help help you after you've been accepted into the program, you know, meet meet those financial those needs so that you can be there because you know uh, four years work four years of of academics condensed down into two. You know, we're in school eight hours a day, Monday through Friday. Then we have you know anywhere between two to three, sometimes a little bit more depending on where you're at in the, in the program. Uh, hours a week or not a week a day of homework and assignments and studying to get done. So um, students there, you know, spend anywhere between 50 to 60, sometimes more hours per week, you know, studying the Bible, learning about ministry, practicing it and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's been great so far. A cool part of my experience with it is I uh, relocated from Georgia to Denver last July. And while I was there, my buddy Colt introduced me to one of his good family friends, Sam Dilbeck, who was at that time with the Brighton Church of Christ in Brighton, Colorado, which is about 40 minutes north, depending on traffic, of where the school is in South Central Denver. He put us in contact, and pretty quickly, the Brighton congregation there become one, became one of my biggest supporters uh, financially. So on Sunday mornings, I've been I've been blessed to uh, spend time, you know, worshiping God with with the congregation there in Brighton, and. Uh, it's it's a really cool story how it worked out actually because even since classes started for me last August I was already thinking ahead about my summer months off 
you know, wanting to, to utilize them, utilize that time as effectively as I could. And I've, you know, heard from staff and other, other graduates who I've met along the way that, you know, internship is usually the, the way you go. And that's where you get a lot of good practical experience and get to also experience a lot of growth in ministry, but also personally. So I was like, hey, that sounds good for me. And, you know, I set out, you know, full throttle pretty much trying to figure out how I could get an internship for the summer that was a year away as quickly as I could, just so I could have a peace of mind while I'm going through school. Like, okay, hey, you know, I've got that set up. It's not something I have to worry about. But I very quickly learned that I was, while the efforts I was making were good, they were four to five months premature. And I was pretty quickly introduced to the reality that for me getting an internship, my only answer at that time was to wait and pray. And I wasn't against that, but I was kind of bummed out. It's like, man, you know, I want to try and get something going now, you know. But I was able to accept the circumstances for what they were. I can't, you know, so I just said, you know, what, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is the reality. I got to wait. There's no really better option for me than while I'm waiting to pray to God about it. So I did that for three or four months. We go on Christmas break. Uh, the meantime, you know, I'm going to school classes as regular worshiping with Brighton in the uh, Sunday mornings and uh, we get back from, from Christmas break into classes and continuing worshiping with, with the congregation there in Brighton. Go out to lunch one day with, with some of the members there. And, you know, we're still talking, getting to know each other a little bit better and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of comes up in natural conversation. Oh, hey, you know, what are you going to do this summer? And I was like, well, I'm trying to get an internship for myself. And the time at that time was about a week or two out from when I had said to myself, okay, and, you know, one week time, one week's time, two weeks time is when I'll start reaching out back out to people for an internship. Well, lo and behold, one of the, the members that I was out to lunch with, her name is Hannah Warner, back in 2020, she had visited North Point while visiting a friend that was in town. Yeah. Who was staying with Ricky and Nancy Drawbaugh. <laughs> so you you yeah, wild. you rewind like two and a half, three years, seemingly by happenstance at that time, you know, she came into contact with, with North Point and Ricky and Nancy. Oh wow. And then fast forward to, you know, what are we in now? June? Yeah. Yeah, yeah about six months ago. We're out to lunch. With some other people and she goes oh you're looking for an internship i know this great church in kentucky north point maybe they'll do an internship i don't really know much about them but i know they're a good sound church wow and i know an elder there because i've stayed with them so let so me... she was visiting a friend that lived here that was actually visiting with the... uh yeah ricky and nancy yeah wow. Okay. Yeah, there's people that stay at their house all the time, so I don't have a clue <laughs> who's coming. I don't going. like Stephen. So, <laughs> yeah. no, no. My room got taken a long um, time. Ricky and Nancy are Stephen's parents, Stevens. by the way. Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> and everybody stays who in I'm Stevens currently staying room. with now, so yeah. it's just like it's full circle in a I'm way sorry, that I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky <laughs> said, "I got a new Stephen, a new and improved." <laughs> yeah, Stephen came in. He told you all that. He hadn't told me that. No, but wow, that's, yeah, that's cool. So, so the power of prayer is one thing. We're exactly, learn right the power there. of prayer and being willing to wait on God. Which, yeah, that's awesome. In, in my life so far, one of the things I've learned is it's the it's the best place that we can possibly be, but it's also the most challenging. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. The story of me coming to get to be with you guys here at North Point shows that God's wisdom, His ways. They always play out better for us than, than we try to do in accordance with our own efforts. Amen. But it was really cool. So, you know, we finished going out to lunch that day, 
she said, you know, a couple of days later, she puts me in touch with Ricky. We're on a phone call. Uh, we just hit it off immediately. I mean, he's 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 a great guy, easy to talk to. He's he's friendly with everybody. So it was more him than me. But <laughs> we were talking, getting to know each other, and uh, I was letting him know about you know what I was interested in as far as like you know being an intern with the church, just wanting to get as much practical experience with ministry and preaching that I possibly could. And so he says, okay, well let me let me you know get with the other elders here, and we'll talk about it, and we'll get back to you. And uh, had a great conversation, but when I pressed the end button, I was like, okay. I was telling myself, based on what I'd heard from other people, it, learning more about how elderships typically work in the church, you know, it can be a week, two weeks, sometimes three weeks before they get back to you with a decision that they've made regarding something you've brought to them. So I'm like, oh, it's probably going to take another two or three weeks. So I'll go ahead and, you know, reach out to these other people that I tried to get in contact with months before. Not even 36 hours later, <laughs> he calls me back and says, we'd be tickled to have you. And I was like... Hey, that's great. Uh, so, I mean, my expectations were just, you know, blown. I was just blown away. Awesome. And, you know, not a few short months later, you know, here I am. And it's, it's been great. Yeah, it's been great. Awesome. So just kind of your, like, once you get done with school, what are your thoughts or plans? I mean, I know, and, and maybe that's, again, a thing where you got to kind of wait it out and pray. Yeah. <laughs> but kind of in your mind, where, where would you like to see yourself? go with it into ministry i know there's different you know youth minister pulpit you know full-time all kinds of good options there so yeah, what do you think there's a lot of options i've those that i'm aware of you know i've i like to think that i've considered you know equally my most interested area of work is going to be in ministerial counseling that's not something i'll be able to apply myself towards right out of school at bear valley because that's typically from the academic standpoint of of ministry, a master's, a master's program. So that, that'll be more of a long-term goal. So short-term, more immediately, uh, Lord willing, after graduating Bear Valley, I'll, I'll be able to get on with the church somewhere, whether in a, a full-time or part-time capacity, or even if I have to, you know, go back to secular work and support myself, I'll be in a, being a member there, you know, both are, both are scriptural examples. And, uh, the way I look at it, the way I, the way I try and make the effort to to keep myself grounded with it is it's it's God who prepares all the good works in advance for us to participate. And he wants us to be with him. He wants us to understand all that comes with that. So from our perspective, in that sense, God's just looking for those who are willing to to participate with him. And for me right now where I'm at, it is it is another wait and pray situation. I think it's a situation that's best served in just keeping my heart and my mind open to the opportunities that he's going to make available to me and wherever that wherever that takes me initially i already know he's he's there with me so Man. it'll be good enough not that it won't have its learning curves yeah. you know its challenges but uh just just being open to what what he provides will i think will be great so we'll awesome. see how it plays out <laughs> awesome i know that you'll do awesome i already know in whatever you set your mind to and i appreciate um, it. i'll tell you what an elder Gary Hack, that's been on the show before this prison ministry. I sat in an office with him praying about whether to take a, a ministry job that I did before, just preaching. And, and then at the end, we kind of decided, you know, yeah, I'm going to do it. And his words were, when you go ahead and decide on what you think God's got in store for you, the opportunities that are out there, 
he said, buckle up. It's going to be it. So I'll tell you the same thing. Buckle up. You're in for a, an adventure. So it's awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. That it's very exciting. I'm excited for it. And it certainly will be an adventure. One, one will. will worth it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Steven, it's been it's been great having you. Um, I mean, it's only been a couple weeks, but I mean, leading invitations, it's been so encouraging listening Amen. to you. It's been encouraging just being around you, um, positive attitude, smiling all the time. Yes, it's, it's great to to have someone else, um, a, another Christian that that um, displays that type of character within themselves. But before we close up, what is something that you might say to someone that might be thinking about ministry? Someone that, you know, we've got a lot of youth here or just youth out there that might be listening that, you know, maybe is on the fence about, well, maybe I'll go into ministry or I'll, you know, maybe I'll just go and get another type of degree and maybe, maybe kind of do ministry. But what kind of um, encouraging words might you have for someone? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is, is I would definitely encourage you to pray about it. You know, God, uh, it's often talked about that God already knows what's on our hearts and what's on our minds before we even come to him. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want us to come to him. So the first blessing, the first manner of encouragement that you could that you can experience for yourself is just to go to God in prayer with it. And while you're doing that, you know, let let your uh, let your church leadership know and ask them to to help you get in to contact with either a school in your area or schools throughout the country. Because each each of the preaching schools that are throughout throughout the U.S., Bear Valley and Colorado, there's more than a few in Texas, some in Tennessee some in Alabama, wherever they are, they, they want people to fill their seats as students, especially if you think you're interested in working in ministry in some sort of capacity. It doesn't have to be preaching. doesn't have to be youth ministry. doesn't even have to be ministerial counseling. You know, you there may be a, a specific type of work based on, you know, your life experiences, your perspective that, that God has a place for you to fill a role at that serves a need that, you know, maybe nobody else can. So the, the options are not expressly limited to you know, what, what may be otherwise most often talked about, like preaching or, or youth ministry. Um, so if you think you're interested, pray about it. Reach out to your leadership, and, and don't be afraid to, to give uh, the schools you learn about, give them a call. They'll be happy to get that call from you, and, and they'll be thrilled to help answer any questions that you have and, and help you learn more about what all's involved with the process. Amen. All right, Stephen, again, we thank you so much for your time. Appreciate the awesome advice that you give and sharing a little bit about your story. Again, you've, you've only been here two weeks, and we feel like uh, we know you really well in your family already. So just echo what, what Stephen said. Appreciate your personality and your heart for God and everything you're doing. We're, we're pulling for you, and uh, we'll be your biggest cheerleaders from here on. <laughs> well, I appreciate each and every one of you. It's been, a, it's been a blast so far. If you're out there and you're going through a fire, our prayer for you is that you have the attitude of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who said our God can deliver us from this fiery furnace. But even if he doesn't, we will still serve him and him only. Thank you for listening to Faith Through the Fire.